Hey everyone, as mentioned on our last episode, we do not have a new movie this week because the Timster got married and I was out of town for work, so instead I thought it'd be appropriate to re-release Batman and Robin from 1997 in order to complete the acid trip franchise killer that was the short-lived Schumacher Batverse. Kind of crazy to think in retrospect that uh, Warner Brothers thought Batman Forever was so good that they gave Schumacher a 60% budget increase just to make an even more over-the-top campy toy commercial. Uh, granted, I think half the budget increase went directly to Arnold. But uh, this thing kind of looks like a mixture of an expensive porno crossed with a fancy Halloween party. And speaking of Halloween, next week we'll be starting our Halloween movie month, and we're expecting to have a host of one of my favorite podcasts on to kick it off with A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Very excited for that, so stay tuned, and I hope you enjoy us shitting on Batman and Robin. He's that old Yankee Stadium, or even the newer one. Like he would have hit fucking 900 home runs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're 20, almost 20 minutes into talking baseball. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a long podcast. I feel it coming. I got a lot yeah. of thoughts on this. We're, I think we're just trying to, to just delay us ta- having to talk about this <laughs> shitty fucking movie. Let's go. All right, let's get it over with. It's going to take a while. <laughs> okay, welcome to another episode of The Dicks in the Back Row, where we make fun of the good movies and trash the bad ones. This movie does not apply to our tagline since it is worse than a bad movie. I am Max Healy out of Nashville, and with us in Boston, we got Tim Begin and Mike Preble. How are you guys? Grand. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to talk about some penis and butt shots for, for a long time. <laughs> and Tim, just to make sure you are recording, you're not listening to Rocky Four right now, right? <laughs> um, hold on, let me just triple check that right now. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I, I'm just kidding, guys. We're all goes here. We're like Apollo 13, ready to rock until we're not. <laughs> just like this movie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, with a new tan coming back from Jamaica is Derek Brady. How are you? I missed you guys so much. <laughs> Especially you, Mike. Oh, Mike. Thanks, Derek. Mike, are you listening? What's up, man? I missed you so much. Oh, thank you. I was in Jamaica with my girlfriend's whole family and her grandmother's alcoholic friend who was talking down to all the Jamaican people, which was really fun. This This woman went through two fifths of Smirnoff vodka in Uh, two and a half days. Hey, boy. Yep. Well, it's good to know we've got a, a new loyal listener. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I've been doing, guys. Uh, happy to be back in the States. Happy to be talking to you guys. Yeah. And I'm I'm really happy to be talking about this movie. <laughs> well, uh, Derek's skin also wasn't the only thing that got fried this week because his choice uh, closed out the month of movies. And uh, we're extremely thankful for this is the horrific 1997's Batman and Robin, directed by Joel Schumacher, starring George Clooney as Batman, Chris O'Donnell as a 35-year-old boy wonder Robin, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze, Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy, Michael Goh as Alfred, and Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl, kinda. (laughs) Kinda, yeah. So, um, as a diehard Batman fan, this movie is a travesty, but Derek wanted to do it, so why was this your choice for the month? 
Well, you know, it's one of those movies that when you're a kid, you just love Batman so much, you don't really know how bad a movie can be. You, you know, you're just you're just obsessed with the, the character himself. That's kind of how this movie was, but to this day, it's still, I've got to admit, this probably says a lot about me, that, that when it comes on TV, you know, I'm, I might sit there and, I might sit there and take a little bit of it in, you know? So, uh, and plus, Max, basically it was because I knew you were going to fucking hate it. (laughs) That's always good. Yep. (laughs) Oh, and I do. (laughs) Well, let's get into it. So, you get... We get right into it quickly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, also, by the way, so for um, last week for Rocky Four, I had four pages of notes. This week, I think I had 16. So, (laughs) that's the kind of podcast this is going to (laughs) be. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So strap in and get into your shitty Batmobile because you're going to get a bumpy ride here. <laughs> so you get some uh, red flags right away with the uh, Warner Brothers logo changing to the Batman symbol and then it freezes into ice, which is uh, funny enough because that was um, the Dark Knight Rises also had the same exact thing that also had Bane in it. But um, mm-hmm. so there's actually like several parallels to this movie in Nolan's Last Batman, but I'll get into that later. Uh, so as a credits roll, uh, this is the second time out of the first four Batman movies that Batman isn't the first build actor because he got Arnold Schwarzenegger in there. <laughs> Batman starring Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. And, uh, yeah, so going back to those red flags, though. So if you didn't think the ice logo was bad sign, you're certainly in for an uncomfortable ride when you're introduced to Batman and Robin's dick, balls, and ass before the actual <laughs> characters themselves. So, um, uh, one, th- one thing that I, uh, I just need to jump in here, Max, um, you told me that I was going to see Dick and Balls <laughs> and the Dick and Balls were covered. So that ass wasn't though. I was, I was very upset. Well, Tim, you did get to see some bat nipples. That's All right. True. That's, that's true. I didn't but still. That. I was all I was all geared up. I had my knife and fork ready for some George Clooney dick and balls. <laughs> I was disappointed. The movie ends and Tim's like, "Where's the dick and balls?" You're he's not still wrong. Gonna, he's still got his dick in one hand. I'm sorry. I thought it was promised some grade A hunk here, and all I see is poor latex. Right? Very disappointed. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, I just, Excuse me, so. that, that first scene, I just imagine the filming of it when, because I mean, all it is is them like turning 45 degrees in their bat suit yep. and just having to do that over and over and over. You know what thought just occurred to me? That probably isn't either Chris O'Donnell or George Clooney, right? It's probably oh, just it's like definitely not. Finger. No. That's they the they were part. barely in these movies. Um, Chris O'Donnell said that even though there's scenes with him and Mr. Freeze, he actually never directly worked with Arnold Schwarzenegger in this entire movie. <laughs> it just goes to the power of the Schwarzenegger. Like, I don't have time to talk to these weenos. I got to go. So, okay, bye. Yeah, he's I have a governor's like race to win. <laughs> he's prepping. He's only a couple years away. Um... So then you're introduced to the new Batmobile, which is just a dumpster fire vehicle. Um, but you wouldn't know that from the way Batman and Robin are looking at this thing, especially Robin, because he looks like he wants to mount this thing. Like I, I don't know what Crystal Dawn's direction was in this movie, but it looks like he's just about the climax whenever you see his face. It must be yeah. difficult to be Chris O'Donnell next to George Clooney, because George Clooney's so handsome. Mm-hmm. And, you're, and you're just Chris O'Donnell, you know what I mean? You're just looking there. 
standing there looking like Chris O'Donnell. You got to know that you're kind of. I'm surp- What I'm saying is, I'm surprised he didn't kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just surprised. Yeah, he's literally the Robin to George Clooney's Batman. Exactly. Yes, yes. that's true. And again, I it's so funny that because again, I remember the Batmobile being awesome as a kid. I think I had it as like an actual toy. It was the thing I wanted. Yeah. So I was like, wow, it's got wings. Did and I look back and I'm just like, what like crack, what crack obsessed like person on this movie was like, this is what it is. This is the Batmobile. It's just got like <laughs> random fins, like shit that just doesn't make sense. A spinning well, yeah. like engine. I was about to say, something. was that like a hydrogen, like like a, a atomic collider in the front end of it? I honestly don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that thing is. <laughs> yeah, probably, it, had think, to, it had to be. Probably, I think that the the thing that probably happened with you and probably like a lot of people is that you got it mixed up with the other movies because they literally had three yeah. movies in five years. The Burton <laughs> Batmobile is the shit. And then this one is just a piece of shit. I it's it's unbelievable because again I forgot which one this was. I thought this was the one when we first meet Chris O'Donnell, and then when yeah. I saw two pairs of butts, I was like, oh no, nope, I know what one this one is. Never mind. <laughs> I had to reset it in my mind. I was like, oh no, nope, nope, I know what I am. Okay. So yeah. I I would like to just like point out that uh, my parents my parents are amazing people because I I loved Arnold Schwarzenegger back in the day like I like mm-hmm. you know my whole action action movie action hero type of you know fetish here <laughs> and I made my parents take me to see this movie in the theaters mm-hmm. and they I'm again going back to the theme of killing yourself I'm surprised they both didn't kill themselves <laughs> next to me in a theater having to watch this piece of trash just looking at each other just waiting to like snap your neck just right exactly like, yeah. do, the, do, do the trial first and then yeah. we'll 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 take the blade next right exactly <laughs> oh dear I just got really dark. Yeah, man. Well, that's that's what this movie does to you. But that's the truth. That's the truth. What Preble just said is the truth. <laughs> or they're just hoping that they could actually have you just turn into Bruce Wayne's like, someone please just murder both of us on our way out of this movie. <laughs> right, exactly. <Yeah. laughs> I can't go on after seeing this thing. Right. Oh, I choose death. <laughs> get, Joe, get, get Joe chill in oh. here. Yeah, well, that's like a, a, a free... I didn't even mean the freeze frame. I just paused it to get up last night, and there's a scene that just Robin says... We're going to have to kill her. And then I just sent a text to you guys going, no, please kill me instead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. True, though. <sighs> All right. Well, we're still in the, the, the intro of this movie. There hasn't been a line yet. So the first <laughs> line of the movie is, I want a car. Because, oh my God. just <laughs> hopefully, you, you don't want to have Batman's car. Because this thing's like a fucking exposed, fire-filled engine. Like a pebble's going to hit this thing and it's just going to fucking explode. Right. Like, at least Robin has a motorcycle with a smaller, like, target to attack. What are the point of, like, the wings in the back? That doesn't apply any downforce. It's just these are just, like, strange, strange wings. It's like, who, yeah, why would you have designed this? That's fucking horrible. It's because they wanted to make toys out of it. It was like, it's 1997, you know, new millennium's coming up, we gotta be bold. It's like, nah man, I think you just, you thought you saw a squid and you made it into a car. That's what I think think the the process was. There isn't even a a roof on this thing, it's a fucking convertible. No. (laughs) Like, it makes no goddamn sense. It's protecting him from like, it's protecting him from like freeze rays and stuff, it can't even protect him from the rain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or small debris on the road, just anything. <laughs> oh my god. 
But the main reason, though, is because um, Schumacher admitted, he's like, yeah, I kind of had my like arm twisted in this whole thing, and all the executives wanted just, they were looking at toys before the actual plot of this movie. Oh, no. Because <laughs> they were still trying to make up for the, uh, the Tim Burton Batman Returns, which... They had McDonald's uh, toys, and they they, uh, they 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 greenlit a whole uh, Happy Meal set before they saw the movie, and then they got like a dominatrix Catwoman and like a, a mutilated like ogre penguin who wanted to murder little kids, and they're like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> so they're still you trying to make marketable. up marketable. <laughs> yeah, well, going back to this movie, which is not as good. Um, so Robin opens up his neon lit uh, Robin bike present, and then. Uh, tells Alfred, hey, Al, don't wait up. So then uh, Alfred waits for uh, Robin to leave, and uh, right before unloading, God knows what, into his pants. Dude, yes, that's exactly what I wrote down. I said, Alfred says he'll cancel the pizzas and then promptly shits himself. <laughs> again, again I, I I noticed this again, having seen this movie, you know, you, obviously I know the ending, but I was just like, I was like, I wrote my notes, oh man, I wonder if Alfred's okay. I wonder if this has something, you know, it's like, no subtlety, none at all. It's like he's like, ooh, it's like he's like a stage actor being like, oh, I'm, I'm, I've grown ill. Like, you know what I mean? Because the guy who plays like Alfred is like a real actor. Like, right? like he's like an old, he was like an old like English like stage actor. And they're like, do what you did in the twenties. That's what we want here. Oh, okay, good. Do your Shakespeare stuff. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. The note I wrote down was do you think he's not feeling well? Question mark, question mark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's, that's what I had in mind. I was like, oh my god, give me a fucking break. Like it literally looks like he's been sitting there having this conversation with Batman and Robin, just penguin squeezing in explosive <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> as soon as they drive off, he's like, Oh my god. Oh. He's like he's leaning against the Batman uh like cape and everything too. He's just just running down his leg. What if that wasn't even like a, a part of the script? It wasn't even like, hey, you gotta be, you gotta hey, feel Mike. sick. He was that was just his natural reaction to the dialogue they just had. <laughs> he thought he thought there was a cut sign. <laughs> Why did I agree to do these other two movies? Yeah, he's like, oh no, we just said that. <laughs> We're professional actors. Yeah, well, uh, Batman they gets an awesome powers type Skype call from the useless Commissioner Gordon saying, there's a new villain in Gotham and his name is Mr. Freeze. And then Gordon just puts on his protection helmet and just runs headfirst into a wall. <laughs> yeah, this, this whole thing, like this whole movie is just full of direct information to the audience. There's there's no development of the characters. There's no development of the story. It's just like, hey, this is the thing because it's a thing, and now you just know that, okay? Yeah. Move along. Yep. No, they have so- to, or else the movie would have been like eight hours long. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> well, that's what I think is funny. That's how you know, like to Max's point about like marketing. They were like, we need kids to understand this. Okay, we need like yeah. the dumbest kid ever that's ever existed needs to be able to understand this movie because, like, that's our audience. We just want to sell McDonald's toys. Like, oh, okay. Good to know. Right. Even the kid that eats his boogers, especially the kid that eats his boogers, he's getting two McDonald's toys. <laughs> exactly. His parents definitely don't care about him. <laughs> so, uh, you're then introduced to the horrific pun-making ice villain that is Mr. Freeze, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I guess you're also introduced to Batman, I guess, because George Clooney breaks through the sky roof and goes, Hi, Mr. Freeze, I'm Batman. Yabba dabba Yes! Slides down a Broncosaurus like Fred Flintstone. 
just punching out of work for the day. <laughs> yeah. Well, and this in this in this scene, the laws of gravity are out the fucking window. <laughs> I wrote that down too. <laughs> I mean, people are just like flying around like fucking Harry Potter in this scene. I wrote down the laws of physics or brain power do not apply in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all I saw. I said, Fred Flintstone, I see. Nice to see. Nice. How are you? And then also, what is happening? But that's what I mean. And again, this is this goes to my point. I don't know who's making these movies. Because again, just like in Halloween 3, they made a great reference. And then this one, Iceman Cometh. Again, right. Eugene O'Neill play. Who is the person that is making the dialogue for this where it's like, Ice to see you. And then also <laughs> casually dropping like Irish playwrights, you know, their their titles of their plays. Like, who are these people? How where do they live? I need well, to find them and study what, them. No, Shake one, them. One of those lines was from the original script, and then like the executives <laughs> got a hold of it and they're like, What is all this fancy dialogue with all this plot development and character development? We gotta have some yep. punch up. We gotta have some punch up on this script. And then they just gave it to fucking like a coked up Michael Bay. Yeah, or they just asked for Arnold's opinion. It's like we need more puns. Yeah. <laughs> so well, that's the so, first time I've ever heard that for uh, script notes, but I guess we're gonna do it. Who knows what he's doing? So Max, I may be I may be stealing some of your thunder, but I took I took notes I I looked this up. Because that's one of the been the things I've always noticed about this movie is the amount of ice puns. Oh yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger is on screen for 23 minutes in this movie, and he makes 27 ice related puns. <laughs> coincidentally, <laughs> coincidentally, Arnold Schwarzenegger also made 25 million dollars for this movie for 23 minutes of screen time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but do that's, that's I mean again this whole this whole that's what I mean this is just like uh, what was it Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles right like there's no plot because every word of the main the title you know, like not the title but like the top build star or is puns you know instead of it being like cowabunga dude even though there are like three cowabungas in this movie inexplicably unbelievably <laughs> it's 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 the same shit it's like it's like Ice pun, ice pun, ice pun. I'm going here. Ice pun, ice pun. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I can't, you can't even fucking keep up. By the way, the writer of this movie, he uh, he won the Oscar for A Beautiful Mind. What? Best screenplay, which makes sense since that guy's a schizophrenic who has an imaginary world in his head. Oh my God. This is unbelievable. Yeah, he's, he's actually written The the Client. He did the other Batman movie, A Time to Kill. Beautiful Mind, I I, Cinderella Man, Da Vinci Code, Angels and Demons. <clears throat> like, he's written a bunch of shit, but my... Uh, he wrote the really Transformers gave up movie. on this one, I see. Okay. Yeah. Boy. Well, uh, also, you got a stuntman dressed as Robin on a motorcycle tied to a string explodes out of another neon-lit window. And, uh, <laughs> it's pretty much drives-by Batman and Mr. Freeze, but I guess he kind of taps Mr. Freeze's gun because it flies 55 feet in the air and then just awkwardly lands on the edge of something. Leaving a nice Robin-sized hole in the door. I <laughs> yeah, no, I saw that. That's what I was about to say. Oh my like, God. Why, why is it... What happened? His bike, his bike in no way, shape, or form resembles that shape. No. <laughs> well, like, everything in this scene was cartoonish. I mean, that happened, and then there, like, there's another part of that scene where Mr. Freeze, like, throws two co- police officers across the room. Oh, yeah. And their head hits, like, a pole, and he goes, dunk, like a coconut. Like, like a child's fucking hammer hitting a coconut. 
was not even that though. He picks a guy up and he throws him like a good twenty five feet in the air, but he's going faster the higher that he's lifted. <laughs> <laughs> just all the shit that he's saying in this movie, like outside of the puns, is just as bad because I had it on subtitle, so I wrote this down. His line is Kill the heroes. Yes, kill them. Destroy. Destroy everything. Oh my god. <laughs> really, I can't. That's what I mean. They're like trying to be like so self-referential and like a weird like we know this is like like a you know like a, like a romp. It's like a pastiche of a real movie. It's like just take it seriously, or like, just fucking if you do don't this. Take it seriously. Why the fuck should I? Why yeah. should I spend my time doing this? So do that, or just play the 1960s campy music under it. So exactly. then you know, right. like, oh, okay, this is a fucking joke. I get some it. biffs and some pows or something. Yeah, or get the automatopoeia in there. Yeah, come on. I think there were like bips and pows in there. <laughs> they, they start getting them towards the end. Um, also, did anyone else think that like the entire set of this uh, this museum is just like the Legends of the Hidden Temple set with just like some fake eyes with neon lights over it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I That's a good point. There too. I got so much. I, well, we'll get to it. I'm not so gonna, much shit scrambled. I know. I was gonna say we're, this is gonna be like a ten hour podcast. I don't know. <laughs> I so many fucking things to say about this movie. Um, but also, after he throws that cop up in the air and he gets his gun back, he like catches it like a kid and falling out of a tree because he can't move in his suit. <laughs> it like bounces inside of his arms. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Uh, and then the, my next note is so so much stupid shit in this opening scene. Bass skates. What the fuck is this? Batman on ice. Dude, it was it was literally like Dorothy in fucking Wizard of Oz. They click their heels. Mm-hmm. Boom! Now we can skate. Bass skates. <laughs> yup. You gotta, you gotta think of all possibilities here, guys. You know what I mean? I mean, there could be, you know, they're just, they're just thinking ahead. What happens when we have to fight someone on, on, on ice? Huh, Robin? Yeah. Well, we're gonna need ice skates, Batman. It's a good point. You know? I love it. Yeah, click their heels and they're out there. It's one of yeah. those things. I'm just like, it's, you know, really is like God out of a machine. It's like, oh man, we're confronted with people whose whole strategy apparently is just turn whatever place they're fighting into into a hockey rink. Because apparently these motherfuckers <laughs> bring their own skates, their own hockey sticks. You know, everything. And then, like, Batman, they're like, oh, I can solve this directly. I was like, no, just have something, yeah. like, akin to this. But it can't be, like, literally a direct response to their attack. Like, that's too much. I can't. I can't. I know I'm supposed to suspend my disbelief to a degree because this is a Batman movie. It's 1997. But even still, <laughs> like, something has to be tethered to my world. You know, has to be for me to appreciate this. I need something to juxtapose. I need to be able to juxtapose these two things together. But the thing they're asking you to believe is essentially that they are prepared for any possibility yeah. of any of anything in life that can any be thrown at them. conceivable right. issue that may ever right. appear before Batman. He has thought it out. Again, I, I just appreciate he is a genius. Like, he's a genius martial he's artist. He's the world's greatest detective. He is, absolutely. But, that being he, said, <laughs> Sherlock Holmes didn't have didn't solve every fucking case either, okay? We oh, gotta have something oh, yeah. here. Also, Sherlock Holmes could turn his neck, and this Batman cannot. Yeah, I was gonna say. He can't turn his head. I feel like if, the, if they actually had the skates in, like, the, the Christian Bale movie, it would just be for him to kick people and slit their throat at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Bat skates? No ideas to kill people. Okay. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about before Mr. Freeze gets away? Well, when they're playing hockey with a what can only be like a $5 million fucking diamond. It's a hockey team from hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
okay, I get it if you do that little wham at the end, but... The only other thing I'm going to say just about directly being in the museum is the dinosaur doesn't... Is the dinosaur <laughs> like a support beam? Because it falls, they're all like, like, run for the hills, like we're done for. I mean, and the, it's not made of anything. It's not a real dinosaur. Like, no. and it just like, the whole thing like explodes, like it's filled with dynamite or something. It falls well, and it roars. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was going to say. I was going to ask anyone if they heard that. If when yes. it fell, if they heard it go... Because <laughs> I think it's fucking alive. <laughs> uh, it's alive. It's alive. Oh, oh my God, I'm so glad someone else heard that. How hilarious would that be if it was just the end of Jurassic Park when they're like jumping on all the dino bones and they look down and it's just this movie's happening on the floor. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> kind of stuff. Then I might have actually really enjoyed the movie if that's what this was. All right, well, uh, Mr. Freeze apparently has a, like, his spiky car is also like a dildo bomb hybrid. So uh, he has some more ice puns, and he just deuces out. But Robin saves the day. And uh, I'm going to be really kind of just glossing over a lot of this (laughs) shit because there's just so much stuff happening. So you guys can just go back and stop me after, okay? Well, Well, like, this is happening. This whole scene's happening where the rocket goes up, and... You know, Robin's climbing in and Batman's fighting, whatever. And then they say, like, well, shit, you know, Robin, we've got to blow this thing up before it turns Gotham into a crater. What? Like, wh- how do you know this is going to happen? That was never discussed, if I'm not, if I'm correct here. <laughs> no, right? it was never established. No, it was yeah, never yeah. established. It's just like, oh, this, I... this thing that's, that's going the opposite way of Gotham, that's going into <laughs> outer space, if it blows <laughs> yeah, but... up, it's going to turn the city below us into a crater. What? <laughs> You, just, you, just, you yeah. just have to assume that everything in the city is going is is capable of like exploding in a, like massively. You know Good. what I mean? Please That's do. Only, yeah, <laughs> you just have to assume that because otherwise this movie makes no sense. Well, that, so this is my so this is my issue is that without the bombs being introduced to this, they say the you know the thing's gonna be turned to rubble. So why does Batman think that this explosion is going to help? You know what I mean? Like, is this a controlled explosion? Because all I know is now he's just, you know, he's created this, you know, apparently now like thousands of metal comets that are going to be stripping <laughs> down towards Gotham, right? It's true. Like, how is this helping? Uh, how could that possibly be better than this thing just running out of fuel and plummeting back to the earth unless that's filled, you know what I mean? Like, how? How did Batman yeah. figure this out that this is a better choice? <laughs> I don't Great know. Because he didn't. This bomb's gonna blow up all of Gotham. What can we do? I think we need to put blow a bomb it up. on it. Yeah, blow it up now. <laughs> Bat bomb. Maybe that is. You know what? Maybe that will work. But you know what? I don't know that. I don't know how. What's the rationale behind this? Help me. Well, Batman. I think Help the rationale. I think the rationale was that they wanted to do some sweet air surfing. Yeah, I think so. That makes sense. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Oh my god. That is not how anything works. That is not how <laughs> no. anything works. How did these things, how did these doors these massive metal doors you does everyone realize that these doors are way heavier than the f- anyways <laughs> also what is Mr. Freeze's like Doctor Freeze whatever the fuck his name like what is his plan be like I'm gonna blow up the whole city now I'm gonna just jump out and just land on the city that's gonna get blown up <laughs> yeah it doesn't it makes no sense <laughs> like there's a lot going on here Max. <laughs> It's a lot of head scratching. Yeah. Although I have uh, to say, I've I've counted three times. I'm pretty sure that Robin should just be dead by now, right? Mm, like, right? You know, on the outside of it, it's apparently they're thirty thousand feet up. 
Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, Robin's kind of a bumbling asshole in this, in this I movie. I just don't. Yeah. yeah, he's also trying on a bunch of just failing catchphrases while he's in the air. Cowabunga! Cowabunga! Like that's, no, it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all over again. Come on. How this happen? Clearly, he didn't He didn't listen to two podcasts ago. <laughs> no, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're uh, chasing Mr. Freeze. They're fucking feathers. <laughs> Fuck them. So, uh, they're chasing Mr. Freeze, and Robin goes, I got him, and he just makes a poorly planned dive at Mr. Freeze, and he gets shot with his freeze gun. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I don't... With another O-face, by the way, <laughs> as he gets frozen. Well, this is, this is to my count, I mean, I don't know if it happened in Rocky IV, but to my count, the podcast that I've been involved in, the third straight movie, where a character turns immediately into a mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of mannequins in this movie. I think about the logic, and... I think about, you know, when, when Robin gets frozen and then they put him in the water. And you know that Batman warms the water up. How do we know that? Because it turns from blue to red. Oh, yeah. Like, what? Strobe neon red. Uh, I just I don't fucking get it. Yeah. Even also, before that, though, he's just he's just looking back from Robin to Mr. Freeze. And he's doing nothing. He's just kind of confused with the whole situation. And then Mr. Freeze is like, well, I could just kill you. But I'll kill you later. Bye. It just leaves. So, dude, if you have a fucking laser gun, why don't you just shoot Mr. Freeze with it? The movie's fucking over. He had a laser gun. He had a laser gun that whole time, Max. I think from from the fucking start of the goddamn fight back in the goddamn museum, he had a laser gun. Just fucking hit him with it. It's over. And then later in the movies, he's got heaters everywhere. It's like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> this guy, these guys, one weakness, his kryptonite is heat. And you're like, this is a mystery to you that you need to fucking, like, heat him up a little bit? Yeah, I know. Fucking Batgirl, just bring a fucking hairdryer for Christ's sake. Just do exactly. something. Yeah. <laughs> Throw some hand warmers at him. Yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> There's one point where Dr. Freeze talks about, right at the end, he's like, he's like, oh, see, because you care about Robin and that makes you weak. Like, emotions make you weak. And then again, having seen this movie, Look who's I was talking. Like, yeah, exactly. I was like, isn't the whole fucking point you're doing this because you love your wife? Is that not the whole fucking point of this movie? Is you're holding the whole city hostage so you can save your wife? And you're like, emotions are stupid. What are you, what are you dumb? Well, gotta go save my wife. I'll see you later. I've been thinking about it every day for the past 20 years or whatever. The only reason why I'm Mr. Freeze is because of the person I love. Yeah. Bye. Exactly. And I was just like, I don't, I don't know, unless it's supposed to be some sort of like meta commentary about like, you see, emotions are dumb, but he secretly is like, oh, I'm being crippled by my emotions. No. But that's not fucking talked no, about at not. all. This movie's fucking so, stupid. No, it's just the writer, the writers like didn't bother to like to reread what they just wrote to see if there's any like continuity no. flaws. No. No, none. No, and also what they did, I, I was going to mention it later, but they just completely just took that from the animated series. There's like the Heart of Ice was like a it was like a several episode arc, which is fucking fantastic too. It's all like the Mr. Freeze that he's supposed to be. So they took that whole thing, but then they left out like all the emotion. Because <laughs> that's the whole thing. Like Mr. Freeze is supposed to be like this cool, cold, like heartless dude who has like a trigger and it's his wife. <laughs> and in this he's just fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger in like spray paint. Isn't it always great when the animated series has more depth than the actual movie that costs millions of dollars? Yeah. It's like these people operating on a shoestring budget at like whatever the fuck. I don't even remember what made this, the the Dark Knight ones. They have like $10. But meanwhile, (laughs) like it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, Max. Max, are you enjoying this? (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm enjoying talking about it and just ripping this apart more than actually watching the movie. It was <laughs> this this movie took me about four hours to watch. It was extremely painful. <laughs> I struggled. Right. Guys, let's go ahead and get to uh, the Wasn't Amazon Eddie? Rainforest and the Ununited Nations meeting. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> so you meet uh, Poison Ivy, played by Uma Thurman, just filling the audience in on her pointless background story that's going to be gone in a second anyway, about just being this plant nerd who uh, co-shares her Nickelodeon lab with this bonkers mad scientist who's in the <laughs> middle of a presentation with Ununited Nations. In I the Gilgamesh room. To Mike's point from earlier, just just like Miss V, these crazy references to like classic works, the Gilgamesh room. Tim Tim knows my mind because I literally wrote Gilgamesh wing ellipses. Ugh, in my notes. It was just like you motherfuckers. You're picking like the the oldest story known to mankind. You just throw a throwaway reference. Like why? Why and do why? we do this? Yeah. Can, can Mike? Can you explain to me how there's any any link between the wing or like the, the plot in this scene to Gilgamesh? And honestly, I was. Bane. I thought of, I. This is again. I don't usually pause these movies. I paused it because I really wanted to think about how the story of Gilgamesh in any way. <laughs> Angels with Batman. The only thing I could think about is that Gilgamesh, and now I'm blanking on the actual dude, the other dude's name, but they there was like a battle of like city v like the country. So unless it's supposed to be something about like science and technology v like the nature of the world, that's the only thing I could possibly fucking think of. I was like, I I'm gonna lose my shit. I like I was, about uh, it. if there is a subplot that is that deep in this movie, I I will chop off my dick. <laughs> and, send it to, and send it to the guy who wrote this movie. I just do not believe. I'm. I am Put it next confident. to his Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought the it's like I got like, plenty of these. To Preble's point earlier, I mean, you go from that type of deep, deep, like historic reference, and then they're like, "Oh, what's going on in the Gilgamesh room? Oh, the Ununited Nations meeting." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing, what? nothing more juxtaposes like again, like one of the richest, deepest history in like humankind with a pun worthy of the 1960s bad movie. Like, welcome to the ununited nations. It's just like, oh my god. Well, and the ununited nations is just some homeless people that they put in a dashiki, a turban, and like some kind of weird looking, squirrely looking Russian dude up on a balcony, and then they cut away from them. That's who it is. The other guy. Okay. Gilgamesh and Enkidu. I was thinking about this this whole time. Those are the two major characters. I don't understand how they I don't understand how they work. (laughs) Well, and then and then Uma Thurman has been talking to the, you know, about how she just can't get into this fucking room. She's never been able to do it. And then she just waltzes right (laughs) in while this international terrorism meeting's going on. (laughs) It's like Mm. as I was saying. Exactly. Bidding starts at $10 million. <laughs> what a time to walk in on this apparently like travesty international war crime worthy yeah. thing. Like, oh, fucking poon and Gaddafi dummy. in there. Like, I should probably not be here. I should probably yeah, leave. Exactly. Oh, that should well, be the first sign to be like, I got to get the fuck out of this biz. See ya. Yeah. But instead, she walks into this mad scientist just butchering the origin story of Bane. By just taking this like weasel looking heroin addict and just injecting it with, ve- with venom. So... Bane, Bane looks like before he turns into Bane looks like he's in like a torture porn video with like his gimp mask and his bonded legs and arms <laughs> to go along with like a bunch of smoke machines and neon green strobe lights Max tell us more <sighs> about your torture porn 
Well, that that's that's as far as I know. Um, so sure. As he's, <laughs> so as he's getting injected with uh, venom, my family listens to this. As he's getting injected with venom. Uh, <laughs> hey, Sharon. <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Mahoney. It's nice, nice, to, nice to speak to you again. Good evening, Mrs. Mahoney. I hope you don't think uh, worse of me about chop- talking about chopping my dick and balls off. <laughs> I, know, I, think, I think I think we're twelve episodes too late. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's already never gonna look at me the same. Yeah, so, <laughs> well, anyway, uh, this venom, guys. So it's a gas can with a skull on it that says venom in red bold font. What is venom? It's made of steroids and toxins. <laughs> Time to scream. Well, there he is. I call him Bane. That's the Bane story. <laughs> so, so toxins. This is just, and this is just a definition of a word. Toxins, toxins. are bad for you. That's why they're toxic. Toxins <laughs> wouldn't make something good happen to you. Otherwise, they would just be something else, like a medicine or a supplement. A toxin, by definition, kills you in too high of a dose. Why? 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 Why was this movie made? Everything is just so rushed oh. in this movie. It's like you got one storyline, and then like just stick with one. You don't need to jump to a new bad guy every five minutes. It's like here's what Mr. Freeze. Okay, he got away. Here's Poison Ivy. Wait, what's that noise? It's Bane. Right. It's just it's bad guy after bad guy. And then you go through one part where they like walk through I think it's like the police station or something and you or no, it's the the asylum and you see the Riddler jacket hanging up yeah. and you're just like, Oh fuck no. No, yeah. no, no. Speaking of jumping ahead, I did write down if Derek ever wrote a movie, this would be the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking nonsense everywhere. It's Batman like, and Robin starring Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is like the cinematic version of like a insane clown posse Hoobastank collaboration. <laughs> it's just a collection. It's just a collection of why. <laughs> why are these people allowed to live? <laughs> Well, so uh, Uma Thurman, she's watching this whole thing happen, and uh, the doctor notices her, so he grabs her and just leaves this murder show ongoing with, like, the entire United Nations just standing there watching it. And uh, she tells him that, uh, or scolds him for using all of her research for bad reasons, and she doesn't want to have sex with him, and she's got a tattle on him. And um, actually a laugh-out-loud moment for me here, because the mad scientist just goes... Well, I accept your opinion. Sadly, I'm not good at rejection, so I'm afraid you have to die. (laughs) (laughs) Very well acted. Uh, Well, and and then he kills her in the most, like, indirect way, where he just, like, throws a bunch of shelves on her, poison and toxins mixed together, and she sinks into the ground. Yeah. Why did she sink into the ground? Uh, Toxins. That's why. Toxins, exactly. Sure, good enough. All right, well, you get Batman and Robin without their costumes for the first time, and uh, they're watching the origin story of Mr. Freeze caught on some very well-placed Gotham University security cameras. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why not? Why not? Well, tri- it, I don't know. This is like, for, a tri- for a triathlete, Mr. Freeze is extremely clums- clumsy. 
Uh, what I wrote down is, is Schwarzenegger falling into that tank was akin to the people you see in infomercials that are like always <laughs> spilling shit on themselves, <laughs> burning themselves. Like that's what it looked like. <laughs> okay, so but this story, why is he mad at society? He did this all to himself. <laughs> Why is he mad at society? Like, okay, so in like the actual like the the, the modern day Batman movies with the like Christian Bale and everything in it, like you kind of like you know why Aaron Eckhart became Two Face? Like he fucking he hates society for for what you know what happened, right? You get it. He already had a why bad does, temper, and this pushed him over the edge. Yeah, or, yeah. Like, why the fuck is Arnold Schwarzenegger mad at society? He fucked up. <laughs> so now everyone else like now everyone else has to pay for it you fucking psychopath <laughs> he elaborates on that later I think but he not does well. and it's no. like, oh this is stupid too this is even dumber than before I thought you won a Nobel Prize <laughs> well Bruce Wayne's explaining that his suit is fueled uh, by diamonds for some stupid fucking reason <laughs> why not and his wife is in ice space coma and uh yeah, that's 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 his story. <laughs> okay, are we almost to the part where you get to hear Alfred call uh, Chris O'Donnell Master Dick? Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's <laughs> happening now. So Bruce and uh, Dick Grayson they're bickering, which uh, leads to Bruce and Alfred having a little heart to heart, and you get the Master Dick line. And uh, Bruce is just going down memory memory lane, um, which is honestly like the best acted scenes in this movie. Like George Clooney could have been a great Batman in a different movie because he looks apart. He's a good actor. Just unfortunately for him, he did this movie written by a guy who had like brain damage. Right. Like I wrote that later. I was like, George Clooney is not a good Batman, but he's a great Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he is. Yeah. It's just, he, he's got nothing to work with. Like he probably would have been a good Batman too, if they just had anything. But whenever he was on the costume, it's like, this is a completely different movie. This is fucking garbage. The few what? scenes with George Clooney actually acting in them are great. Yeah, right. Especially because he has a he has a wonderful turtleneck on. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice. Tim's, Tim's got a sharp eye. He always is picking out the best outfits. I mean, I, I, I'll tell you what. Sweaters and I'm, turtlenecks. I went on Amazon and tried to find that turtleneck. <laughs> Unfortunately for, for Tim, it. he he searched by George Clooney, Batman, and Robin turtleneck. Like, <laughs> this isn't coming up right. And it just came up. With <laughs> I was about to say it came out as, it came on out Amazon. As George Clooney's uncircumcised penis. <laughs> oh. Oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, um, we'll talk more about this, the Alfred scenes later on as they go through. But uh, after this, you have uh, the evil doctor proceeding an overnight bane delivery when uh, Poison uh. Ivy just bursts out of the ground again, like the uh, the Sanderson sisters. And also funny again, because the doctor goes, Pamela, is that you? She's like, yeah. You look good. <laughs> Especially for a dead woman. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. He has some of the best lines. I love this and guy. Surprisingly, because yeah. they're just like ridiculous. You know, he's really making the most of his like five minutes of screen time. Oh, totally. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, yeah. So then uh, Poison Ivy uh, uses her charm and kisses the doctor who then dies from the poison on her lips. And how do you know this? Because she tells him that the poison on her lips is poisonous, and uh, she now has superpowers. So this dude just pretty much like eats a green blow pop and then curls over dead. Lowest common denominator. You gotta explain to that dumbest kid. The kid's eating everybody else's boogers. <laughs> Don't let the audience figure this one out for themselves. So praise. Also, who the fuck is Ivy talking to? 
Yeah, th- there is not a character in this movie that has an internal monologue. Every, every, like, uh, Mr. Freeze later on the movie is standing around by himself. He's like, oh, I'm going to do this to Batman and then this to Robin and then I'm going to freeze the city and I'm going to get revenge. And then he just walks away. Like, Who the fuck are what? you talking to? There's a lot of soliloquies in this. They really taking some real Shakespearean turns with this. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, yeah. so we're just, we're just talking to ourselves here. Right. And then Vanessa Williams. Oh, God. We'll get into her in a minute here, too. Okay, okay. okay. We'll get into that in a sec. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, she burns down the lab. And um, yeah, I, I just wrote down she's trying to sound like Gloria Swanson from Sunset Boulevard, but it's kind of more like her <laughs> just trying to like project to the globe in like Shakespearean days instead. And then you also got uh, Bane just standing there flexing and yelling like a fucking waste. Why does he repeat every word? <sighs> <laughs> yeah, but comically, right? Uh, no. Nope. No. <laughs> All right, well, let's cut to the dumbest scene in this movie with uh, Mr. Freeze wearing a Hugh Hefner silver sprayed smoking jacket with snowman slippers, smoking a cigar, and conducting his goons and saying Mr. Christmas for some stupid reason. <laughs> Sing! Sing! <laughs> like, what is the purpose? <laughs> what the fuck d- is happening? Just uh, wants to hear a wonderful song. <laughs> this this is the stuff that you cut out of the movie. Like this this is nothing. And then well, same thing and, fucking Vivica, Vivica Fox. Like, why, why the fuck she are you movie? in this movie? <laughs> She's in it for one line. For two for two seconds. Just to basically <laughs> say, I wanna fuck you, Mr. Freeze. And you never see her again. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, can we guys Coolio's in this movie? Well, we'll get into that later too, guys. All right, come on. Let's, let's get. We're gonna talk about the whole movie here. <laughs> God damn it, guys! I mean, we can skip that part if you want. We can just skip the whole intro to Barbara Gordon or whatever else. The only other we'll thing I want to point out about, about this woman being in this movie is that he explicitly says how much he only loves his wife. Then why mm-hmm. is she here at all? Yeah, why right? are you wearing a fucking thong with like yeah. high boots? What is the value of you here? He's like, oh, I'm so dedicated to my wife. She's like, hey, do you want to have sex? And he's like, what did I just say? No. And then, But then I turned back to freeze. And I'm like, why did you bring her here? Why is she here? And especially only once, again. Yeah. Why is he good. wearing a yeah. smoking jacket? Yeah. Why are all his, why does he have all his goons there? Like, I, it, why do they have frozen uh, dinner trays? Right. Why are they trying to, no, yeah, why are they trying non-frozen dinners? I don't, I don't know who, what, what cop's going to come into this frozen lair and be like, hmm, I really did think this was a secret hideout, but then I saw the lean cuisines, so I knew we were good. <laughs> yep, see you later. And just walk out. Yeah, so then you get into just Mr. Freeze talking to himself. By the way, he is a doctor, and he tells his brilliant plan of first freezing the city and then holding them ransom so he can get money to save his wife. <laughs> like, I don't... I just wrote down why don't you sell those diamonds and hire some scientists to work on your to work on saving your wife, you Austrian dipshit. <laughs> or or here's here's a simpler route, Max. You just go, Hey, I'm a brilliant scientist who has an idea about how to cure an incurable disease. Does anyone want to fund my research? And this yeah. movie never happens. No. Because he's just a scientist at a fucking college who's curing diseases. Yeah. yeah. No, instead he just leaves his wife behind a bunch of frozen pizzas. <laughs> I love you, honey. <laughs> put you in the love freezer. You and, I love you and pizza. <laughs> Best of luck. Me and, me and my friend, uh, me and my friends, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, uh, and then you're introduced to future Batgirl Barbara Wilson, played by Alicia Silverstone. Yet another character they fucked up, because in every other <laughs> adaptation of this movie, she's Commissioner Gordon's daughter, Barbara Gordon, and she's a badass. But in this, she's just a fucking dimwit niece of Alfred. She's hot, though. I do like Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did anyone notice when she gets to the house, she's like climbing up on that little ledge to try to look through a window when there is no fucking window? Yep. It's, uh, it's, it's all solid. I think she's looking for a key. I, I thought she was trying. It looked like she was trying to pull up to like look through a window that did not fucking exist. My guess was she was looking for the key. And I'm like, uh, I don't think they're going to have a key in a house like that just on top of the door. You know what? Lucky for Chris O'Donnell, he got a nice, nice shot at that upskirt. Little upskirt know. shot. Well, this is the other. Please tell me I you're had. looking for me. <laughs> yeah. I was always going to be like, she's like 16, so right. calm down, Chris. You know, I was going to say, she's you're 35, she's like, buddy. Exactly. She's at this. She's at Oxbridge Academy. Yeah. And yeah. in the computer science. <laughs> Yeah. Do they have computer science programs at high schools? Yeah, I was gonna say I don't. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be Oxford. I think that's what the. I think she's supposed well, think to be a college. It's a portmanteau, right, of Cambridge and Oxford. Yeah, so, that's what I think yeah. it's supposed to be. Um, that being said, I was just like, but she's like a baby. Do you know what I mean? It's like like this. I don't find any of this believable. Like, I mean, granted, that's again. This is also again Batman and Robin. So I've already failed the test of watching this movie of of trying to associate yeah. some sort of logic with it. But also, yeah, Robin's. Also, Robin doesn't know that she's in a relationship with her stepbrother, Paul Rudd. <laughs> Second clueless yeah. callback. Yeah, exactly. Um, but this entire scene in the courtyard is just often extremely uncomfortable because first Bruce tells Barbara that he knows that she's studying um, at Oxbridge. How does he know? Because he read it on the patch that's conveniently stamped on her fucking left hip. <laughs> Which he looks at Robin and goes like, hmm, we'll smirk. <laughs> And Alfred is looking back at at, at uh, Dick and uh, Bruce, and he's just like, "Please don't. This is my this is my kid. Please don't." Yeah. But also at the same exact time, Alfred is just hinting at Batman and Robin's identity immediately, just going, "Oh yes, this house is full of secrets, isn't it, Master Bruce?" It's like, Dude, shut the <laughs> fuck up. We depend on instead, this for everyone's safety, yours included. Yeah. I think that's why then then Bruce just kind of goes right back at him and goes, oh, you should stay. I mean, we're all family here, right, Alfred? And then he and Robin swap looks at each other like they're fucking Harvey Weinstein looking at a girl walking into his office for the first time. <laughs> so I just wrote down, what are they planning on banging each other or something? I mean, there's a lot of secrets in that house, you know? Yeah. Secrets. You're gonna see. Yeah, you're about to see Clooney's turtleneck if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh dear! Right, Tim. Dude, that turtleneck. <laughs> Tell you what, that's the only fuckable thing in this movie. Tim just goes absent for like a long, long period of time. That I just want to make sure that he's still on. He's staring into the cold steel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're you're probably right in this movie. This movie's <laughs> case, yeah. So also, how old is Barbara's parents? Because Alfred's like 70, and the picture of her mom looks like it's from the 40s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's also something we should talk, you know. Ugh. It's just like, this is, this is, again, just not thought out. Not thought out a fucking bit. You know what else is not thought out? Having Bane as a fucking chauffeur driver. 
because he's with uh, Ivy going to the observatory that uh, Bruce Wayne is funding, and he's just wearing a trench coat and a fedora. Uh, like, similar and disguise, to, uh, disguise to Raphael or whatever. Yeah, that's, that's exactly, exactly what I wrote down. Disguise. Not <laughs> a disguise, disguise. <laughs> just clothes. <laughs> he's still wearing the fucking, like... Yeah, he's still wearing the mask. I was about to say, arguably, that's his disguise, is the mask. Yes. Yeah. Uh, God damn it. Also, Gossip Gertie. Just... Worst she's, character of this movie. Oh, gosh, it's fucking terrible. She's in the other movie, too, the first, uh, the Batman Forever movie. But uh, she was um, Bob Kane's wife. That's why she's in it. But uh, she can go, still go fuck herself, and Bob Kane can, too. Just annoying <laughs> as shit. Because, like, somehow she's standing directly next to Bruce, who's just, like, funded this new telescope. And instead of talking about all this new science, she just goes, So, Bruce, when are you and Ellie McPherson going to tie the knot, hmm? Like, can you imagine a press conference with... Like Bill Gates or Elon Musk, any any big famous person has a lot of money based on technology or something, right? It's yeah, like, oh Elon Musk God. is talking about the like the underground LA highway that he's building, and then the first question is this girl with these stupid sixties glasses going. So when are you going to tie the knot with your girlfriend? <laughs> so I think you're missing the point of why I called this press conference. But then Elon Musk would go. I proposed to her three times, and she said no because I'm weird. Because <laughs> I'm a psychopath. Um, yeah. Yeah, let me smoke this weed. <laughs> and uh, obviously, they're never going to get married because uh, Ellie McPherson's just his beard because Bruce clearly wants to fuck Robin and have Batgirl watch. That's why he says he's just make sure they don't have the telescope staying out of his bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, then Ivy with a wig starts just ranting about how we need to save the environment, clearly never wanting him to actually sign this document that uh, she gave to him because she pretty much just says we need to kill millions of people to save Mother Earth. And uh, instead of just a bunch of red flags going off for the greatest detective, he invites her to an auction where uh, Batman and Robin are going to be the main event. But we'll get to that shit in a minute. So do people know that you're, that, you know, Bruce Wayne in this movie, do people know that he's Batman? No. Just they're all fucking stupid. Everyone knows that shit in Jawline. That's that's fucking George Clooney. Yeah, it's George Clooney in a bat suit. <laughs> you really like any character, any like you know, like sort of tangential character in this movie would easily be able to put the pieces together that Batman oh, yeah. is Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, just by looking at that bat dick. <laughs> I know. I've seen that bat dick before. <laughs> We're in, a, we're in a sick ass turtleneck under there. <laughs> so uh, as Ivy's just walking away, she's again just fucking talking to herself out loud in a room full of security people and media members, saying, First I'll take down Batman and Robin, and then I'll take over the city. It's great. Let's cut to Mr. Freeze watching a home video recorded by somebody else since the camera's moving. Whatever, but I guess uh <laughs> So his second in command, what's his name? Bob, I guess. Uh, no, goes in the no. Tele- Frosty. His name's Frosty. His name is fucking Frosty. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> this guy didn't have a, he didn't stand a chance. <laughs> oh god! My name's Shane. It's Frosty. <laughs> I do. You're I do Frosty like next. now. When you pointed out when he's watching the home videos, like the first one is them at their wedding. Okay, kind of acceptable. Maybe someone else is filming it. Second one is just him giving her the necklace. Who's filming this? Extremely, yeah. Well, an intimate moment. What's happening? That woman looks so uncomfortable in those scenes, too. Oh, because you know Arnold's just fucking sexually harassing her left and right in in between takes. (laughs) Just like breathing in her ear and... (laughs) 
just saying just dirty shit to her. Just like, I, I didn't ask for this. I thought you were going to be wearing a suit. <laughs> I was he's, de- he's definitely porky picking it in those scenes. <laughs> I was trying to think of an ice pun there, but I couldn't think of any because my brain is fucking mush now. This movie. <laughs> well, anyway, Frosty uh, tells Mr. Freeze that he should read this headline. And then he just gets shot with the ice gun. <laughs> and then uh, Freeze walks over, reads the headline, and pretty much goes, oh, yes, this can help my current situation I'm in. And then just walks away, leaving the dude dead. Yeah. That's what? I think is funny. You can save him. And, you know, and he's just like, nah, that's cool. Yeah, fuck it. Oh, all right, great. Thank you. Anyone else notice the, uh, the spiked skull codpiece over his dick for uh, Frosty? <laughs> I certainly did. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Just like the Alfred stuff, like this movie has glimpses of a better movie with Freeze watching the home video because Arnold like legitimately looks sad in these scenes, and then he just ruins it immediately by just going, "I hate when people ruin the movie." <laughs> yeah, man. Just the this is the, the the punniest movie we've done. It's so oh like just way too much. <laughs> yeah. I would go so far to say this is the first movie we've ever done that had puns in it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Arnold. Um, Hold on. I lost my spot in all these notes. <laughs> in my 28-page note. For real, though. I'm just, like, scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling <laughs> just to get to where we are right now. Yep, I'm at the courtyard part. Hold on. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's still scrolling. We're, we're almost getting ready to, to the, the African dance diamond oh, yeah. bidding. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you got another contender for the worst scene of this movie. With, uh, <laughs> the George of the Jungle theme party with Batman and Robin and Commissioner Gordon on a fucking date bidding thing. Yeah, you get this. Say, oh god, no. this is this, this is, is racist, this is sexist, and just all of it just rolled into one. I'll give you ten thousand dollars for that woman and all of her holes <laughs> <laughs> and all of her precious. What? Well, and again, these are all like. 50 to 70 year old men that are bidding on this these women are no older than 25 no they're, they're like your granddaughter's age yeah. well also you Good. guys are like respectable people from society like big wigs like you know business people or politicians they're all like yes I'll buy this piece of human flesh how much you say and it's like oh god $15,000 no more and sold to Mr. Trump <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Real though. Unbelievable. I'm surprised he didn't make a cameo on this movie. Uh, this is definitely Trump. a movie that he... Yeah, this is definitely like a, a Trump cameo movie. Well, anyway, uh, back to the shit movie. So you get this Dutch tilt shot of a fucking gorilla doing a strip tease. For some reason, the entire audience just stops and turns around to watch this. I don't know why. And somehow the music changes. Ugh. It is so weird. Almost like it was planned, huh? Just watching someone in a gorilla costume seductively dance. Like, what the fuck is this? Well, it's a grand entrance to Poison Ivy in a full costume for the first time coming out of a damn gorilla suit. Yep. That happens. Poison Ivy. Well, and and, and this gorilla gorilla suit looks like it's housing like a 350-pound man. And out comes little, like, 85-pound Uma Thurman. Yep. Who's wearing the same size gorilla suit as fucking Bane. Yep. Yeah. Makes sense. Why not? Well, sure. Whatever. 
Uh, so she uh, throws some Cupid magic stuff at Batman and Robin, and then <laughs> she says some extremely inappropriate shit in this supposed kids movie, and then everyone just starts bidding hundreds of thousands of dollars on her. Well, yeah. she once once she starts throwing that sex breath around, you know, Game people over. can't resist. Robin, who who doesn't have a, two pennies to rub together, is willing to bid five million dollars on her. <laughs> yeah, that's when Bruce probably should be like, "You spending my money to hire her? <laughs> you do what? Yeah, that that was the thing. He he actually goes, I'll borrow, goes it. I'll borrow it. It's like, yeah. hey Bruce, here's an idea. Don't lend him any money if you actually <laughs> want to win the auction here. Uh, then we yeah. get well, quite possibly the best scene in the movie with the bat credit card. Yeah, so it's a good thing he had the back credit card. Never leave the back cave without it. Fuck you. Again, that's what I mean. Like this it is says Batman cave. Forever on it too. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like they're the goth card, oh, whatever yeah. it's called. It was like I'm like you gotta be earth. You know, again, if you just want to have a bad movie, just have the bad movie in your in your universe. This one's like you know they're like trying to like break into ours by being like get it. It's like a Mastercard. I'm like stop. Just yeah. play in your sandbox. Who would give Batman a credit card? It's not like he has a credit report or anything like yeah. that. <laughs> so wait a minute. Does that say Bruce Wayne? No nope. fucking social security number or anything. This is when the franchise died. This is the this is the final blow. This was a death hit. It's like who like again, and if, yeah, if he ever tries to purchase anything on this, like they'll just be able to trace it. Ah, so I see that Batman lives at Wayne Manor. Mr. <laughs> Bateman, you know, like what's your billing address? Right. Oh, I mean the, the subterranean cave. It's like what what the fuck, brother? Think about this. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, Mr. Freeze crashes the party and uh, steals the diamonds that were there. There's, there's, by the way, there's diamonds. It was a whole setup, but oh, he just man. gets away, just deuces out. And uh, the only thing that really you find out here is that uh, Ivy throws that love magic stuff at Mr. Freeze, uh, but it doesn't work on him. So then uh, he leaves and Batman and Robin chase after him. Why, why does it at work, Max? I don't know, because he's... Because it warms men's predator. blood. Is that... Is that scientifically, is that the reaction? Like when a man pops a boner that his, his body temperature raises and his blood warms? Tim? No, no, no. no. Okay. I mean, blood no. flows to your dick. So wait, you, you're, <laughs> you're telling me they didn't do research on this movie before they put it out? As shocking as it is, Derek, I, I, I don't think they did. I don't think they did their due diligence when they were making this yeah. movie. I have to agree. Hey Max, yes. Max, how you doing over there? You still you enjoying this? I'm struggling. We're not even halfway through this movie. Not even close. I don't even think. We, I think we made it to like the first 20 minutes of this movie. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna take a long time. Coolio's coming up though. Don't worry, Derek. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I uh, guess some more stupid shit that involves a car chase on top of like massive hundreds of feet tall statues, and uh, Batman disables Robin's motorcycle because he thinks he can make the jump, but he can't. And then, uh, I guess uh, Batman can make the jump though in his like rocket fueled <laughs> car, and he captures Mister Freeze. And they left out the best part: he drop kicks through the window, and then go to black, and then it's yeah. just a cape reveal. I was like, show this fight. Yeah, this is what I want to see. Yeah, he, there's, yeah, he doesn't do anything. God, it's like Joel Schumacher was like, you know what people really want to see? Puns. It's like, no, I <laughs> No, I want to see Batman fight somebody. Who? who, who no, no, I, no, I, I no, Michael. 
No, they don't. <laughs> I guarantee they're like, all right, we're going to have a big fight between Mr. Freeze and Batman and Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's like, no, I can't be that there that day on set. I'm fucking my I'm fucking my nanny behind my Kennedy wife's <laughs> back. <laughs> yep. That that was also in the trivia. It's like this is around the time that uh that baby that kid was uh, conceived. <laughs> it's probably when he was Mr. Uh, Freeze. <laughs> Oh dear! <laughs> no, so they just boy. could never get George Clooney and Arnold Schwarzenegger on the set <laughs> at, at correct, correct times. Yeah, no, you don't want to see a Mister uh, Freeze fight. You want to see Arnold Schwarzenegger with Jesse Ventura for the third movie because that's what you really get here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got yeah, it's got <sighs> Jesse the Body Ventura as an Arkham guard. It's been like you're going to be here a long time. Well, can just, we? just future governors hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple of governors. Just a couple old poles hanging, just out, hanging, out. hanging out in an asylum. This movie should be... If you were in this movie, like, you know you know how everyone thought, like, the whole grab him by the pussy thing was going to just doom Donald Trump? It's like, this movie should have been, like, an equivalent to uh, both their campaigns. It's like, yes. oh, you're in that movie? Oh, no, you can't you can't be governor. That just rules you out. We certainly can't trust your your perspective. We can't trust your judgment. <laughs> right, exactly. No. But why did they take mm. it? Yeah, like, l- later on, Poison Ivy says something, and they're like, yeah, whatever. Just, like, staring at her. <laughs> they why, give each other high fives. Why yeah. this, this massive, like, international terrorist, they capture him, and they take him to a fucking asylum. Like, wait, wait what? It's Arkham. It, but I know that's, it is, That's Max, where they go. Oh, God damn it! Very accommodating, too. Here's your little ice, like, AC unit. Ice tube. Yeah. yeah. Freezy well. can't live outside the cold zone. <laughs> it's like, why do we think that... I, <sighs> Initiate my campaign speech. <laughs> Yeah, so this is the reason why this movie took four hours to watch because you got stupid, useless shit like neon black light gangsters in the abandoned <laughs> Turkish bath, fucking juggalos just running around, and then you got Ellie McPherson talking about getting married while he's just you know fantasizing about Ivy, useless, and you got more neon bullshit with biker gangs and people dressed like Alex from Clockwork Orange and Coolio <laughs> for no fucking reason. <laughs> You've been waiting for that for hours. <laughs> well, at, at the same time, fucking like, Coolio's in a Batman movie. <laughs> Just enjoy it, boys. I'm gonna say Coolio might have been the best actor in this movie. Coolio might have been the best actor in this movie. What? I was just like, whatever. Just, just fucking end this movie. This is when I think when I paused it, I was like, how much time is left? Like, a, like 30 minutes? An hour and a half! It's like, oh no, what have I done to deserve this? Why is it so long? God, Nothing's to, happening. To, to the listeners at home, Max tried to veto this movie three times during the week. <laughs> so we're all, Max is like, so we're all sure this is what we want to do, right? I was, like, I was the only one of the commenters that Max had to proofread and check my my selections. For, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a good idea, buddy. I don't know about that one. I'm about to press play. Are you sure you want to do this? It's like it's like we're all in like our friend's car in high school, and we're all a little drunk, and we're all about to drag race some kid down like a really tight wooded street. Neon wooded street, yes. Yeah, and uh, Matt and Max is the only one in the back going. I don't know if we should do this, guys. I was thinking more of it as like all of us being in a car, 
a little bit drunk, and I finally get the aux cable. <laughs> like, this is the moment I've been waiting for, for for years. And I finally get it, and I play I'll take it out, though. It's okay. <laughs> Please do. All right. So you get this... So several minutes later, we've been talking about nonsense bullshit in between here now. The bike race and Coolio is still here. So uh, you get some just crazy amount of money spent on the glitter and black lights and explosions. That it really it, it gets to the point that I was kind of impressed by the effort. Like I could care less about this movie, but at least it kind of looks cool to look at. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, then Ivy breaks out, uh, breaks Mr. Freeze out by kissing the guards and killing them, while Bane does, like, a Jason Voorhees move and grabs a guard who's standing directly in the middle of the Riddler in Two-Face costumes. Just real subtle move there, Joel. Yeah. And all the cops, uh, we're just gonna skip through this, we're gonna start breezing through some of this shit. Uh, so all the cops and Batman and Robin are at Mr. Freeze's hideout, which is also like in the middle of the city, so I don't know what the fuck took them so long to find this place. <laughs> Whatever. But Batman and Robin start fighting Bane on a catwalk, very similar to the Nolan movie. And, uh, Mr. Freeze makes his hideout all cold, which makes the cops even more useless because they all run up the spiral staircase and then all fall down in a row. Then, like, Commissioner Gordon's goes, like, oh, jeez. <laughs> that was slapstick funny. Uh, <laughs> well, before that... Big fan of his HVAC system, too. It's just <laughs> cold, hot. <laughs> <laughs> but if before, only my AC worked Before like that. that, when they're escaping from the asylum, like, all of them jump out of, uh, out of Mr. Freeze's room that is no less than 500 feet from the water. I mean, it is... Way oh, yeah. out there. Yeah, they're, they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> they're all fucking dead. Every one of them, especially Uma Thurman's little scrawny ass. Like, Maybe they oh. surfboarded like a three-ton <laughs> iron door down, yeah. like Robin did. <laughs> I got I got three quick things. One, why would Mr. Freeze ever be allowed any guests? Doesn't make a lick of sense. Two, Your sister's here. I don't have exactly. a sister. Yeah, Whatever. Don't have one. Okay, cover blown. Two, Pipes cause walls to explode, which is just good to know. <laughs> and then three, when they get that photo of Uma Thurman and uh, and Bane getting off the plane, who took that oh, photo? <laughs> it's like he's Jesus right in front Christ. of them. It's not like it's a long lens camera or anything. Like, what's happening? Yeah, here? the Casablanca picture that they have. Yes. A laundry Why? service that delivers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no. no. This is unbelievable. Apparently, all the the villains, you know, all the Batman villains in this uh, in this movie are all just on a reality show because <laughs> they're just their lives yeah. are just constantly being documented. Well, and how do they all become friends? Like, there, there's these three villains with very separate arcs, and like Uma Thurman runs into Bane. It's like, oh, well, we're buddies, and then they both yeah. run into Mister Freeze. It's like, oh, well, we're on the same team here, right? Sure. There's no exposition. It just happens. It's yep. a great fucking movie. I didn't even write down the reason why they joined teams because I just was kind of like just shaking my head at the camera. Like Guys, at the, the, at the movie. The reason that you didn't write it down is because they didn't discuss it. <laughs> they didn't have a reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Batman and Robin get in a fight over Ivy and Robin says, you're just jealous because she wants to kiss me for like the fifth time. And uh, then Batman just throws him into like a hundred gallon barrel of cum or, or <laughs> something. <laughs> 
That was and then uh, Robin says he's going solo. That's a Friday night for George Clooney right there. That vat. <laughs> this, this whole thing is just. <laughs> what, just, is, what is happening? Just absolutely unbelievable. Because at one point, I think Batman says, "Oh well, Arnold can't save her because X Y Z." And I'm like, "Who's who's the doctor here? Who's the doctor here, George?" When he's talking about what's her face, that his Doctor Freeze's wife. He yeah. looks at her for three seconds. He's like, "Oh, Nora. he'll never save her." How do you know Be- this? Because I'm looking at her, and I can tell that she's not going to live. Exactly. Yeah, well, she's definitely not going to live after Ivy just unplugs the machine. <laughs> Savage. Oh, boy, I wish someone could unplug my machine after after this movie. Is there I could be taken off a of life support even though I'm not on it? <laughs> How do I go about requesting this? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. So I guess I actually did write down the reason. It was the next note over, the reason why they decided to team up. And what I said was, Mr. Freeze and Ivy come up with a Gary Busey-type plan of freezing the world and then allowing all these little shop of horror plants loose. (laughs) That is their plan. (laughs) Why not? Why not? (laughs) Yes, Atom and evil. I was was expecting her to correct him and be like, no, Ivy. But then she's just like, yeah, that. Sounds good. <laughs> I, say, I didn't really write down sense. a lot of the puns because they're all too bad, but Adam and Adam and Evil was a little... That was too much for me. That's, <laughs> that's when I started bringing out all my knives and just laying them out on the table in front of me. I just started thinking really, really hard about my life. I was just saying, that's, that's when Preble started lining up the pills in front of himself. Like, mm, these ones look delicious. Mm, these are so good. Well, and I don't know if y'all noticed it too. Schwarzenegger mispronounces everything. So he says, atom and atom. And then there's another part where he goes, impressive. There was a lot of what Arnold said in this movie that was ADR, and I don't know. If this movie was yeah. edited. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on. <laughs> you sure? I don't believe it was. <laughs> Based on what I just viewed, I'm gonna have to go ahead. And, it's a hard no. Tim, I, I think to your point, I think this is like they got done with this, and they were like, "Well, yep, we're all set." They had like, if they were to have like a, a deleted scenes, it was like 14 seconds long. It was all, all gobbly Gertie or whatever her name is, just rambling on about her fucking, her, yeah, her, her Xanax addiction or something like that. Yeah, actually, uh, Schumacher delivered this movie two weeks early, which I'm sure like the studios were all super happy about. Two weeks early, of course yeah. he did. So you should have uh, waited another two weeks and looked at this footage because this is shit. Well, uh, also. Um, Alfred conveniently and inconveniently, I guess, has McGregor's syndrome, uh, which is the same thing that Mr. Freeze's wife has. Hmm, I wonder if he'll come back. It probably oh. will. Who oh, gives wait, a Max. shit? Yeah, Max, hold on. Did you know that McGregor's is actually the same disease that uh, <laughs> that D- Dr. Freeze's wife has and now Alfred has it? Wait, what? What? Could you believe that? Huh? How fortuitous. No. Do you guys want to know who else has McGregor's syndrome? Tim who? Again. Our no, our very uh, our very good friend Jeff Dawson, oh. <laughs> no. because he's he is infatuated with a Irish boxer named Conor McGregor. Irish boxer uh, <laughs> <laughs> named Conor McGregor. This makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Now all the pieces are falling into place. That's stage three. That's stage three McGregor syndrome. <laughs> oh, that's incurable. Yeah, that's it. No, that's oh, that's no. yeah. He's he's way gone. <laughs> yeah. Well. 
Ivy's back at the telescope cocktail hour, and Commissioner Gordon, again, fucking useless in all these movies, especially in this one, because after he gets some poison ivy fairy dust, he just gives Ivy the keys to the bat signal. And a very poorly acted scene, by the way. Yeah. 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 Right, right he fucking point. sucks in these movies. Well, the it, guy who played it, Gordon is terrible. It was a, like, whenever she does her sex breath, it's akin to that, that scene in, uh, in Under Siege. When the tits, tits McGee gets off the off the helicopter, everybody's just oogling and ogling. They can't fucking yeah. They're Come dicks back. falling out of their pants. <laughs> All right, I'll be back, guys. Make it a clean. I think uh, this is actually a good time for the podcast itself to have an intermission. So we'll put on like a fifteen second clip <laughs> of just jazz music, and then we'll be back. something i feel like so, so one, far we've just been yeah. screaming one of two things is gonna happen either preble's just gonna preble's gonna die before the end of this podcast or he's gonna fall asleep one of the two i was gonna say my room's getting real hot now because my air is running and i'm wearing like a jacket now so i was gonna say like as a as the haze takes me into a deep deep slumber and be like yeah and then don't forget about the <laughs> <laughs> I have so there's so many I've never taken so many notes and had so few of them said out loud because it's just like you can't I, I actually we couldn't say all of them because it's impossible like this is an impossible movie to talk about. <laughs> so Tim, which was your favorite uh, turtleneck, George Clooney's penis or the turtleneck he was wearing? What's the difference? <laughs> Splitting hairs here, Paco. <laughs> I mean. I think it's de- I, it has to be the turtleneck he was wearing. All right. Okay. Okay. Like I was talking about turtlenecks. Mm-hmm. Turtlenecks and dicks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that, guys. It's okay. So, yeah. Okay. So then you have another scene of a, just a better movie uh, with Bruce and a dying Alfred with Bruce saying, I've spent my entire life trying to beat death. And for all the things I do, I can't save you. Which ends with both of them saying that they love each other, which is a pretty good emotional scene and a different take on the Bruce Alfred relationship. But again, it's just a small portion of this like kids' toy commercial of a movie. Yeah, yeah. That was legitimately a good scene. I was like, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Again, again and then he got I, let's yeah, break the ice. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, that's what I mean, right? To like, to, I think camera was said earlier, but like the points of where it's just like. You know, Bruce Wayne talking is good. It's like most of them are like pretty mm-hmm. interesting of like him developing relationships with these people as opposed to just yeah. like shouting jargon or like, you know, it's like, oh, it's like friendship, family, you know, like developing them or act is actually interesting. If you could believe that. Yeah, those are the scenes I forgot about, too. I just remember all the stupid garbage that happens when he's actually wearing the Batman suits. Precisely. All right. Well, then uh, you cut over to Alicia Silverstone trying to. Uh, hack into the computer using her computer engineering skills to hack into this protected CD-ROM drive that uh, Alfred said to not open and she's using all of her Ivy League education by typing in passwords like Alfred, England, Margaret, Wayne. Man, I am stumped. Wait, is it peg like it says on this picture? Access allowed. Uh, That whole sequence was hilarious because it's Alfred. And I was like, okay, well, that's that's weak, but good try. <laughs> then Wayne, I was like, this bitch is fucking retarded. And then it cuts, and then it cuts back. She goes, oh, 
This better be one hell of a secret. <laughs> like, oh my god! I really busted my brains here. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out these. I like how when she it's finally like, does get access to it, it just starts like showing her blueprints and videos. Like everything. she didn't ask, she didn't ask it to. It just yeah. starts doing that. Here like, you go. That's, that's what the program does. Why? It actually turned uh, into a projector because it's broadcasting all that on her face. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Well, there's the yeah that, and also it it was counting how many times she had typed in the password at. If there's not, like, when does it lock out? Like, <laughs> well, when does it stop? <laughs> you know, what I thought about is that if they would have zoomed back on that screen, it would have been like, try 737. But <laughs> yeah. she's just like typing. five minutes. She's typing one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's not good. That's all I'm going to say. Some would say it's also, really bad. I would say that. Also, though, so is Alfred, like, he's either going to give his brother all of, like, the secrets of Batman... Or he's just gonna give it to his nineteen-year-old niece that he doesn't know. You mean his brother Wilfred? <laughs> Wilfred. <laughs> yeah, their parents didn't try there. Christ. Uh, I'm enjoying this so much, guys. Then you get into this. <laughs> So uh, you break into this observatory scene with uh, Bane just planting bombs, just going, bomb, 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 bomb. <laughs> well, before that, you get the, the two doctors up on the little catwalk or whatever when they all walk in, and the Asian doctor says in like a New Jersey accent, who is dick. this nutball? <laughs> like, what is happening? Oh, what a day. <laughs> 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 that was actually laugh out loud funny later on. I'm like, I feel you, buddy. <laughs> oh god. Well, right, then, so this. Sh- oh, sorry. No, no, no. I'm gonna go into the next thing with Barbara. So go ahead. That's what I was gonna say. Then we get to the scene where we get to see some bat pussy. Oh. Okay. Oh god. No. <laughs> Let's edit that oh no. Well, let me start <laughs> over. <laughs> let me see that sweet, sweet bat pussy. <laughs> Derek's waiting the whole <laughs> night for this. That's right. Is there a Coolio song about that one? Give me 20 minutes. <laughs> All right. Take two. <laughs> yeah. So at the same time, Barbara breaks into the Batcave and a large artificial intelligence, Alfred, comes on the screen and starts having a conversation with her. Because this is, like Tim has said before, like this is the 90s. And this is how advanced computers work, right? Yep. yep. To the best of our knowledge, yes. This is exactly how all of it works. Also, uh, very lucky for her, Alfred knows uh, Barbara's bra size and waist size uh, because he made a suit, like a skin-tight leather suit just for her. <laughs> Flash to a dressing montage of old Babs with her hooker boots and Madonna titties. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. I did laugh when they did that, though. I'm like, okay, so you're going to do it for both. That is actually pretty funny. <laughs> Double standard. It's fine. Bad pussy. Bad pussy. <laughs> this could be a new ringtone. <laughs> a new, more terrifying ringtone. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Ivy uh, puts on the Robin signal. In place of Batman's, and he gets a nice little uh, pubic hair joke by Robin, by the way. Yeah. Again, this is supposed to be a kid's movie. And he goes, is your thumb the only thing that's green? 
Well, there's only one way to find out. I want to make sure that you're serious. Give me a sign. How about slippery when wet? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that Come was, on. That was kind of gross. Just teaching. This is just Jesus. teaching a lot of kids a lot about sex. <laughs> slippery when wet. God. It's like trade-off or trade-off. I'm like, oh my God, this is fucking dirty. Right as I was, like, I was getting ready to write down to, it's like, is Robin wearing uh, lip gloss? Because he gets kissed by Ivy. But they're rubber lips, guys. Oh, rubber lips. Rubber. Oh, they're rubber lips. Man. Guys, they're rubber lips. Oh my God. How smart was <laughs> that? <laughs> Rubber lips, guys. Well, yeah. And then, <laughs> then they have probably my favorite scene in this movie. It's it's not a, not a scene. Favorite shot in this movie. Uh, you know, Ivy like kicks Robin into the water or whatever, and he tries to come out, mm. and you could tell that he yeah, came right, out, yeah. and they looped yeah. it in reverse. Yeah, that that does happen. <laughs> oh my god! I paused that. Had to rewind that three times. I was like, wait, I never. I don't remember this. Holy shit. Not, yeah. I, I noticed that right away, too. I'm like, that was really shittily done. <laughs> <laughs> also, this is supposed to be the boy Wonder, who's like, his strongest skill is acrobatic agility, and he just like rumbles and stumbles down these stairs right into this pond. <laughs> yeah. Nah, he's not, he's not an acrobatic in water, apparently. He's like, oh no, water, my natural enemy. <laughs> Actually, this is... I'm sorry, Derek, but the note I wrote down was he rumbles and stumbles down these stairs like Derek hearing Pink Floyd right after last call. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, Batgirl makes her appearance and has a shitty fight scene with Ivy. Clearly, uh, they didn't spend any time rehearsing this fight scene because they're just standing there moving their arms super slow. But Batgirl gets the upper hand and slowly just kicks Ivy into this little shop of horrors flytrap. And it just eats her for some reason. Well, before we get to that, I, I do, I don't know if you guys were paying attention, but, you know, Poison Ivy pulls out a, a knife. I thought we were going to mm. get a little Steven Seagal knife fight yeah. going on there. <laughs> and, uh, Tim, I've got to ask Another you. Another Batman guy. I know you're a big fan. Are you a, are you a fan of, of a Seagal knife fight or a, a Poison Ivy knife fight? I'd be a big fan of a uh, Seagal Poison Ivy knife fight. Mm. Um, I'm not sure Poison Ivy would be, be a big fan of that because it would definitely end in uh, Steven Seagal sexually uh, assaulting her. <laughs> so I'll show you my knife. Right. Oh, you like to play rough, huh? Right. Well, how about that? No, no. <laughs> and that and that would all that would all be off camera. <laughs> well, the thing the thing I love about this is that Mr. Freeze has all this technology, like like an ice gun, and what does she have? The tiniest knife of all time. Like, that's your big that's your big file. weapon. Yeah, a, it's like, a green box cutter. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, good. That's just what we were looking for. She's the hedge the deal. Roses. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Oh, this is where some big news is brought to Bruce Wayne's attention. He finds out who Batgirl really is. Yeah, because I, I had said the cartoons do a better job of superhero intros because you have Batgirl going, I'm Batgirl. That's it's me, Barbara. me, Barbara. I found the Batcave. <laughs> <laughs> Why? We need to get better locks. Yeah. Well, then it was that—that that was the scene where you paused it because it was like, oh well, I guess yep. we're gonna have to fucking kill her. 
Yeah, that's when I got up and walked. I had to just go for a lap around the house. <laughs> like, there's still a fucking half an hour left in this piece of shit movie. There's still oh 30 god, minutes. Dude. Oh my god. The, the end of that basic. movie. Holy shit. How many yeah, times did they go up and down up. this fucking, like, ice-covered tower? <laughs> 15 times. I, I was just gonna say also, like, they need to fire Alfred. Because, like, how many people... <laughs> Has he told who, like, Batman and Robin are? Because the only reason why in these movies Robin is Robin is because, like, he kind of, like, leads the door open for too long and Robin just, like, jumps in and goes down the Batcave. And Alfred's, like, standing there being like, you got some explaining to do. Here's your Robin costume. There are no consequences to anybody's actions here. Just, like, what's it, Poison Ivy early in the movie breaks through the line. They got these cops not shooting her, not stopping her, doing anything. And then what does she get rewarded by that? An invitation to this very exclusive, <laughs> yeah. you know, dinner reception thing. Illuminati you know? meeting. Yeah. Yeah. This is unbelievable. Ugh. Well, okay, so we're, we're finally getting to the ending here of this shit movie. So Mr. Freeze is just freezing all of Gotham, including a bulldog taking a piss on a fire hydrant. Hilarious. And he's just... <laughs> he's going fucking ham over the city. He's just like spraying everybody. Yeah. It's like a wet t-shirt t- contest and there's like unlimited women. He's just like, yeah, 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 Just spraying fucking the whole city. So yeah. of course you get a bad vehicle and wardrobe changed by everybody uh, because the Warner Brothers just couldn't sell more toys for this fucking movie. So the good guys uh, get to the telescope and they find Freeze, but he's not there. Well, they need to hit the satellite with the sun from Congo. <laughs> because it's already daytime there. We can, we can, so, can, so, on, I'll just on. preempt I'll just preempt this off. This isn't how satellites work. <laughs> <laughs> I got a nice I got a nice note about that as well, Tim. Satellites are basically a mirror, just like a mirrors. magnifying glass to ants. <laughs> right. So was did did anyone else I could I couldn't tell exactly what the vehicle was that Robin was driving. But was it a fan boat? Yes. <laughs> Essentially, they plucked that one out of Cajun country and just brought that it's up a water to, boy. The, to it the big old like city. a fucking fan boat. <laughs> Robin's like, I really need to get a new job. <laughs> Welcome back to Bat Dynasty. <laughs> that was good, too. Well, I'm going to get him good. I'm with my man. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, this is when um I, I couldn't get through all the notes. So this is I only wrote them in while the movie is happening, and I was I was like continually typing them like 15 minutes after the movie had ended because I was just done pausing it. So we'll see how these go. Um, <laughs> all right. So I do dot dot. But Mister Freeze is now there, and of course they have to wait for him to finish his pun. Yeah. Then, oh yeah, no, no, no. It was I, I know where you're at there. Well, first off, Batman. <sighs> appropriately tells us that we have less than 11 minutes to thaw the city okay yeah and then they get up to the tower and he's, why why yeah, i don't know why why is it 11 minutes right and then why did chris uh christopher nolan in the uh the dark knight rises also make the bomb go off with bane in the movie have it be 11 minutes no why but uh but yeah he, he's like trying to use the whatever it is to warm the city back up and up pops like a fucking jack-in-the-box up pops <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger's head through the micro like the, the microscopic lens telescope. and it's just 
It's just fucking oh, yeah, zoomed in right. on his face. Yeah. <laughs> he's just there for make, 10 make seconds. Make sure he finishes the pun. Shitty pun. Yeah, it's like, dude, just fucking knock this fucker out right there and then. It's over. It's, wait, hold on. I need to finish my pun. It's like, okay, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you finish. Hold on a second. Well, what, what about the scene okay. where they're talking about the master plan to unfreeze the city and they're like doing, they're taking turns. Like, Batgirl's like, well, we have to do this. And then Bruce Wayne goes, and then we have to do this. And then Robbie goes, and then we've obviously got to do this. And they're just like going around in a circle. No, no, I, I don't fucking know. Yeah, the whole city's just dying while this is happening. Robin and Batgirl fall off the telescope, but they use like the grappling hooks that get some surface somewhere. But Bane is there. But then they just unhook his power surge with like a ginger kick to the back of his head. And he just immediately turns back into this like little heroin addict. No, he, t- he turns into a baby. It's a baby crying. I have, in retrospect, those tubes in Bane seem like really obvious targets. He's got like a <laughs> hundred of them sticking out of him. It's like, um, we should probably do something about these. Yeah, and then no like, one oh, thought about that. No, give no. me the bat scissors. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, What's different about this man? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Let's think. Hmm. Could it be the tubes in his head? Yeah. Perhaps, know, perhaps that might be something, uh, an area of weakness for him. Also, we never talked about the fact that um, Ivy just like touches a, presses a button in his chest and he just goes into like rage mode. That's a feature on Bill Dooley too. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is true. If you touch Bill Dooley in the chest, he just goes into full rage mode. <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> so uh, then Freeze and Batman are just kind of sort of... T- fighting each other for a bit, but then the sunlight hits the city, and then the bombs go off and Batman <laughs> dies, but he doesn't because he's using a grippling gun. But now the uh, the satellite is gone, so everybody's going to die from the frost. Wait, they need a computer whiz to fix all of this other satellites, but who could, who could they find to do that? Wait, Barbara can do it, and she does. Who fucking cares? All of these miniature model people just turn back into normal life human people. Well, and again, this would be an absolutely <laughs> devastating societal event. If all of this was unfreezing at once, you'd have pieces of ice raining down from the heavens onto this entire city, flooding rampant throughout the city. Uh, <laughs> this whole thing is an absolute travesty to stories dating so back to... Done. Where would they? Where does all the water come from to make all the ice? Right. It's like it's <laughs> not like true. it's That's not true. like the air is like filled. You know, the air does have water vapor in it, but it's not like a, like ice iceberg. You know, amounts. And again, if if all these if all the sunlight was, was actually being redirected in this fashion, everybody would be dead, and every building right. would be on fire. Right. I mean, I guess the crux of this movie is that Batman just sucks in this movie. Because, I mean, even like right before that, you know, when he was using the grappling hooks, he saves those two doctors. And then he leaves them on like an icy ledge in the middle with with no escapable roots. I just have. They're stranded there. That's definitely where they die. I was like, you've just left them to their doom. But, um,. I was just going to say, good thing Batman has full audio of everything because uh, Batman shows exactly the same movie clip of Ivy saying that she was the one who uh, unplugged his wife, not Batman. And uh, now Freeze is just all dried up and mad, but Batman says uh, making life is better than taking one. So even though you try to kill millions of people, I think you can change. (laughs) So 
Freeze uh, gives Batman a glow stick. I guess that is like the first stage cure of Conor McGregor disease. Yeah. I, I still don't. <laughs> so Batman allows Mr. Freeze to work on his research, but then he also pretty much lets him kill Poison Ivy, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. That's what it seemed to be the case. They, you know. He put them in the same room together. Right. Turned over a new leaf, but uh, I'm going to kill this person. <laughs> so this was a theme that I thought developed really late on. Is Batman basically the autocrat of Gotham? Because basically he just is like, okay, you won't be prosecuted. You'll, I'll get, I'll let I you kill her. I'll, yeah, exactly. He just was kind of like, yeah, I'll move your wife to Arkham so you can work on her. You know, whatever you want. I, Batman, will solve this problem. I was like, oh. A vigilante. Yeah. But the thing is, Who, isn't he supposed yeah. to be like justice-minded? He basically is just like, oh, Ivy deserves to die, but not Mr. Freeze. He gets to kill her. I was like, what? Why? Yeah. I don't understand how he's like he becomes celebrated because in every other story except for the uh, the Schumacher ones, even like the the um, the Burden ones, like the cops are after Batman because yeah. he's what he's doing is not legal and he's making yes. the cops look bad. It's a real problem. And then this, they're like, Batman, they got away. You got to fix it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, dude, he's not a fucking cop. <laughs> Isn't that your job? Aren't you? Yeah. What are you? What are you being paid for? What exactly? Would you say you do here? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Alfred's healthy again. And the whole gang runs away from a bat signal. And the movie finally fucking ends. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was a lot of fun, guys. <laughs> so, I just want to let you guys know, though, because I was typing that whole satellite scene as a movie. Like, just, I didn't stop. And uh, as the movie ended, I was still typing, so I was able to listen to the music and credits of the Smashing Pumpkins, followed by R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> How did Coolio not have a song in this movie? Yeah, he should have. <laughs> How did he not have a song in this movie? Oh, oh God. Welcome, welcome to the 90s with that one. <laughs> Jesus Always Christ. winterize your pipes. So I didn't write it down in the in the, the trivia, but we're getting ready to get into it. But um, Zack Snyder, not Zack Zack Schneider, Tim, uh, the guy who did uh, the, who did the Watchmen movie, um, he made like the costumes of uh, one of the guys have like the nipples specifically for this movie because he wanted to make it kind of like a jab at like this R-rated, very like dark movie, and then have them look the way like Batman and Robin looked in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. All right, so this kind of just shows how stupid executives are. So the original title of this movie was Batman Forever with the number four, since this was the fourth movie. <laughs> but then they realized that the last movie was named Batman Forever. They 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 realized that. You mean that wasn't that wasn't stored in After their they brain? Pitched it, they as they had a poster and everything. They had a poster and everything. They like presented it, and they're like, "Oh my um, god, our last movie was Batman Forever." <laughs> Yeah, but this one has a four in it. So it's different. For Mr. Freeze, so initially some of the people that were considered for the role were Ed Harris, Patrick Stewart, and Anthony Hopkins uh, before hmm. they uh, gave it to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Pretty much Schumacher said uh, he wouldn't do the movie if Schwarzenegger wasn't in it. He was just fucking just set on having Schwarzenegger hmm. in this for some reason. What do the three of them have in common that Arnold Schwarzenegger does not share with them? <laughs> Is it, um, is it 
what can someone help me out here? I'm drawing a blank on what they have that Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't have. I think the any ideas maybe may acting talent. Action. That, that's it. That's it. Talent. Yes, oh, it's talent. Yes. Okay. Ed Harris and Patrick Stewart would have been a great Mr. Freeze, because that is what Mr. Freeze actually looks like. That would actually been pretty great. I have to yeah, say. Anthony Hopkins is too old, but no. <laughs> Schumacher wanted Arnold because he said in quote he wanted him to be chiseled out of a glacier. What? <laughs> what? <Sure>. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> If you can hear that patting, that's just me hitting the table. <laughs> Kill me now. Yep. Oh, this is... Guys, I'm having so much fun. This is what makes one of the worst movies of all time. Things like this. Um, <clears throat> a few other things. So, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mr. Freeze, he was paid $25 million, as, as Derek mentioned. He demanded first billing. He refused to shave his head for the role, so they had to use a bald cap. <laughs> um, it took six hours per day to put all of his makeup on, and he also had a, a, a blue LED in his mouth as well during all this. And it also stated in his contract that he was on a strict 12-hour shooting day, which means that they could only film him for like 10 minutes at a time because it took six hours to put all the shit on and six hours to take it all off. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Chris Ooh. O'Donnell said that he felt like he was making a kids commercial in Schumacher. He said that uh, whenever they were like actually lining up to do a scene, Schumacher was like over the stage with like this big like microphone, which is not a normal thing, I guess, for a director to do. And he would just tell people, remember, everyone, this is a cartoon. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and uh, speaking of cartoons... Um, the guy who played the crazy doctor, his name is John Glover, and he played the Riddler in the animated series. Oh, okay. I yep. can see that. Um, the suits were super heavy, so Mr. Freeze's suit weighed 75 pounds. Uh, <laughs> and the, the Batman, Robin, and Batgirl suits weighed 50 pounds. And then Batman's cape that was also attached to his mask weighed 40 pounds. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! No wonder every time George Clooney was in that fucking costume, he was a- just acted so incredibly apathetic. Yeah, I would too. You have fucking I'm fifty dying. pounds weighing down on your skull. Jesus Christ! Jesus oh my yeah. God. Um, there's also like, there's like a pretty well known thing that uh, George Clooney he said that he would if if you went up to him and met him and he told him that he actually saw the Batman and Robin movie in theaters, he would give you your uh, your money back. <laughs> so there's like countless stories like on Reddit and stuff of like people just getting five dollars from George Clooney because they like went up to him and it's like I saw Batman and Rob and he's like I'm sorry here's five dollars yeah, at least it's self awareness uh, right oh yeah no he's hilarious um, he also admitted that he would pee inside of the suit just to avoid taking um, taking off the actual <laughs> suit itself because it took too long so he would just piss himself <laughs> <laughs> and um, I got a little clip here this is from a Graham Norton uh, interview with uh, George Clooney like a year or two ago talking about the Batman movie. Let me just say that uh, I actually thought I destroyed the franchise until they brought it back. You know, they, somebody else brought it back years later and changed it. But, you know, I thought at the time this was going to be a very good career move. Um, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> now, Tim, do you know... Uh... Do you know who was uh, almost cast as Batman in this movie? What? 
It's, uh, it's one of your favorites, Tim. <laughs> Who? <laughs> David Duchovny uh, almost was Batman. Yep. Oh, that's good. David Duchovny or Billy Baldwin? <laughs> I would have liked David Duchovny in this. Who did he? Who did he? Uh, who did he uh, cheat on? Oh, it was Taya <laughs> Leone. Taya. Hey, Taya. Coming back around to you, babe. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You'd still not go in Jurassic Park three. Right. <laughs> Sorry, but. All right. Who is your favorite and least favorite character in this movie? Oh, I can't wait to hear what t- Tim. Perhaps I'm gonna let you guys leave this one. <laughs> what do you? What do you yeah, mean? Why? How why do I? How can I pick? A, how can I pick a favorite character in this movie? Paco, you do it. Yeah, this is your goddamn. <laughs> yeah, no, this is this your, your goddamn you pile of shit. On us. He's <laughs> trying to dissuade you for a bullshit. week. Well, I'll, I'll tell you my I favorite. I my character. Sunday watching this piece of shit. <laughs> my, my favorite character was L. McPherson because it's fucking L. McPherson. And uh, my least favorite character was Robin because he was a pussy little spoiled piece of shit. <laughs> fucking baby back bitch. <laughs> fucking. Tim, your turn. <laughs> favorite character is uh, Alicia Silverstone because uh, she's hot. Because that booty. Um, and least favorite character is ev- everything, everything about the movie. <laughs> Damn it! Every, <laughs> every fucking thing about this movie was my least favorite. <laughs> I fully expected Tim to say that his favorite character was David Duchovny. <laughs> you want to know what? I, re- I revised. I revised my response. David Duchovny is my favorite character. <laughs> Fuck you, Taya. <laughs> You're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Preble. Preble. Um. Yeah. Preble's really staring at these knives right now. And I was gonna say they they do look awful shiny. Um. <laughs> I guess I'd say my favorite. Which one to pick? Yeah, what am I gonna do here? Uh, I guess I guess it, I'm just gonna say Bane because he didn't say anything, which is probably best for the movie. You know, the, the less the less dialogue, the better. So that's good. And my so my and my least favorite. Oh man, who who to pick? Cast <laughs> of characters trying to shit on top. Which I'm just gonna Uma Thurman just because. If it's not if it's not Pulp Fiction and it's not Kill Bill, it's just no. And her as a sex symbol is just very hard for me to understand. I'm gonna say the crazy doctor guy because yeah, this movie is campy as shit, and he was the only one who was actually really going for it, and yeah. he actually sold it. And the least favorite is Tim. You took it from me. I was gonna say just fucking everybody in this movie: the screenwriter, the director, <laughs> not George Clooney. I thought he was fine. It's not his fault. But um, I had written down then, just in parentheses, just depending on what you guys were going to say, I had written down Batgirl, Poison Ivy, Mr. Freeze, Robin. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess I'll do Mr. Freeze. Just useless. Fucking puns. Alright, speaking of dumb, if Mark Wahlberg was in this movie, what would he be confused about? (laughs) I think, again, this would be like a reverse psychology. It would make total sense to him. (laughs) I could see all the neon lights, though, and him just like with his eyes scrunched, like looking at everything, being like, what's going on? He'd come in real strong and be like, I like your plot. It's really straightforward. It's good. I think there's a lot of charm. Everything. Yeah. 
they explain everything in great detail, almost like with children, which is <laughs> the kind of movies I like. Are, are we sure that Mark Wahlberg wasn't in the Neon Rape Gang? <laughs> yeah, we didn't even talk be. about them. Oh, God. <laughs> we don't have we just, to. We don't, exactly. <laughs> we just skip it. Yeah. I feel like he would have just been confused with the dynamic of Batman and Robin. Just be like, so uh, which ones are you the which ones you use as uh, the bottom? Which ones the top? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he definitely would have thought they were gay. All right. Unlike IMDb with a zero through ten score, Rotten Tomatoes with the certified fresh scores, we decided to make our own scoring system. So, what would your score be for this movie? Um. So my uh, my scoring. This is gonna be kind of a straightforward one. It's zero out of ten. <laughs> ten being a good movie, this uh, zero being a movie that isn't even worth mentioning ever. It's not even a movie. Zero out of ten. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't. I'm trying to think of something clever or witty or fun, but I feel like my brain is melting. So I'm just gonna give this one twenty-five knives. That's it. <laughs> That's the score. Is twenty five options, twenty five different ways to kill myself. Use your um, imagination. Exactly. I could think of. I could make them into like punji stick scenario. I could throw them at a wall and then run at the wall and hopefully it's sticking me. Like there's so many ways I never ever have to watch and think about this horrendous film ever again. Lightly press them into your into the ceiling of your box. Fall asleep <laughs> under them. Yeah, I was gonna say I could. I could. Uh, you know, erect some elaborate, like, you know, pressure death thing where, like, slowly every minute the rope gets a little lower and the, there's a big weight on it and it's crushing me. You know, something good. Something that I can, you know, wrap my head around. Saw through like a magician, but it's instead of, like, actually the person being okay, you're just dying. Yeah, exactly. No, it's, it's better that way. It's like, no, my leg is being torn off. That's good. <laughs> I, I don't have to watch this movie anymore. Yeah, this is great. My life is, my life does have meaning. Great. <laughs> well, I'll give it an actual real score, guys. Uh, 27 ice puns out of two sets of perky bat nipples. <laughs> I like it because he didn't say which bat nipples they were. They could easily be true. Batman's or Alicia Silverstone. Mm-hmm. Ooh, la, la. I'm gonna give this incurable McGregor's disease to every single character in this movie. Fox <laughs> <laughs> on all of ye. <laughs> well, that wraps up our Thanksgiving movie month. So thank you, Derek, for ending it on a real high note. <laughs> this massive piece of shit movie. If you want to follow our show on social media, we have all the links in the description box of this podcast episode. You can reach us on Facebook, tdebackrow.pod. You can search the Dicks in the Back Row on Facebook. Um, you can also go on Instagram, tdbackrow underscore pod. If you want to write into our mailbag, please, please write into our mailbag, please. Please, we need it. You won't do it. But if you wanted to, it'd be tdbackrow at gmail.com. Guys, if you don't write into our mailbag, they're going to let me pick another movie. <laughs> so I guess we'll be uh, starting up our Christmas movie month here soon but until next time just remember Batman and Robin is a fucking terrible movie <laughs> if revenge is a dick best served cold don't put on your Sunday best <sighs> <laughs>
Christmas. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye forever. Ice to talk to you. <laughs> Let's kick some ice. So next week on Dicks in the Back Row, we're going to talk about, and then you just plug it in there. I mean, I, I just I just did your job for you, Max. <laughs> what? <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, <laughs> boop, boop, head of air with shiny nose. Uh, plug that in, Max. Kids love work on the more, Instagram. More plug, plug Guess the episode. Is it Rudolph? Damn it. Tell you what, though. Talking about the movie, it was a lot more fun than watching it. Was it like kind of cathartic a little bit? Like it allowed you to, to release some some internal stress? Yeah, I'd say so. I guess. Yeah, some inner demons really came out of me then, as I screamed, as I screamed into the into the cold night. <laughs> you're killing him. You're killing Batman. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're raping him. You're raping him. By the way, I do want to let you guys know that I had to cleanse my palate last night, and after this movie ended, I immediately put on Batman Returns, which is like the darkest Batman movie. <laughs> That's a good like, one. That's get me away from this trash. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. That, that is a good one. So I watched that last night after this. My Poor recording Nikki. is two hours and 21 minutes long. <laughs> good God. Yeah, it's a lot. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to have to go to bed here soon. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. guys. It's like midnight your night, time. Night, boys.